0: So, Rob, you have a brand new, you have two, two brand new projects, and I want to talk about both of these projects. The first one is one that I saw on Mastodon that I didn't even know you were working on, which is custom finder icons for the sidebar. What, what exactly, I, I guess this was a bit of a journey because doing this is really not so easy these days.
1: Yeah, so this had happened and, and I think that this has been the case for years and years that if you name a folder developer in the in the root in your user folder, mm-hmm. um that will get a little hammer icon in the sidebar when you add it. Um so that's I was setting up my new MacBook and I thought, well normally I just have sites, but I thought, no, let me use the special icon because, you know, why not? It's there. It sure. makes no odds to me what the folder's called. And then again because I was on a new laptop I was cleaning up like my desktop and my downloads folder because there was a whole lot of nonsense in there and I thought let me move some folders about and make this you know I can have a screenshots folder in the desktop folder so it's a bit more organized and then I kind of realized I was like, oh I can't actually have nice icons for these um so off I went to one of the slacks that I'm in um mm-hmm. and it's filled with many designers uh, people burdened with design knowledge that <laughs> in, are insistent on changing icons all the time and, and things like that. And I knew the, these guys were into that. And I all I just sort of posted a fairly innocuous message like, can we change the sidebar icons? Like, is that a thing? And they came across this one Reddit post where this guy had outlined a bunch of steps to do in Xcode and then you could dump some PNGs in mm-hmm. and maybe it would work. And I thought, okay, well, let me let me try it. I couldn't get it working with the PNGs. Um, that just wasn't going to happen. I don't know whether it was because it was old or whatever. Um, and then one of the guys in there, Keir, said to me, try this, and he sent me some little screenshot on a link to some of the Apple docs. And it turns out you can use an SF symbol from wow. the from Apple's icon set. Um, so I tried that. i like, oh my God, I've got it working. This is amazing. How do I do this for a second folder? Um and the issue with this is to do a custom sidebar icon, you have to run a Finder sync extension, which mm-hmm. is the kind of thing that Dropbox do. Um right, you know, right. so it's it is an app that runs in Finder essentially. So it has you know, you can have a whole bunch of stuff like things in the context menus, you can have syncing icons on files, and one of the things you could do is the sidebar icon. Um so I basically built a a project. That does it for one folder and then wrote a script so that if you or somebody else wanted to do this over multiple folders, you have to like run this script and it replaces a bunch of stuff in the files. Uh Um, So for every single folder, you have to run a separate app. Um, So I have these running on login and I have like four or five of these. Um, Yeah,
0: they're tiny, tiny tiny little apps though. So it's not like it's like
1: uh, using a lot of resources or anything, right? Oh yeah, I'm not even sure they're actually quote unquote running. I think they basically just right. start. Right, and that's like it a installs script. the Finder extension, and then that's it. It's working.
0: Right, exactly. It's like a script running on login, and then it just kind of sticks there until you reboot. Right.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. I, th- I think my favorite one is the waveform that I've got for Ruminate because it's very similar to our to our logo.
0: Oh yeah, um, yeah. I saw that in your screenshot. That looked really nice.
1: Yeah. So. And I do have some other ideas. I've got some notes about how I can maybe automate this a bit nicely for people. Um, but yeah, this, this is my first project. Uh, this this was as popular as I thought it was going to be. Um, I mean, this is the kind of stuff people love to mess it about with <laughs> things that we're not supposed to be changing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's great. I mean, I think it's really cool. And the thing is that... SF Symbols now, there are so many of them that you can really find something for everything that you want here, I think. I mean, I know I saw you helping some people on Mastodon with some problems people had. I mean, I guess it's not an entirely foolproof system because I don't think it's really the intended use <laughs> and intended use of these, these kinds of apps. But it, it works, and I don't think it's like something anybody should be worried about messing up their system, really.
1: No, definitely not. Because if you... So if I go into where I keep these apps mm-hmm. in my applications folder, if I delete one, the icon just disappears and it goes back to default. Right, um, right. There is no code running on this. I mean, literally all it is... There's two bits of data. One is what symbol do you want? And the second bit of data is which folder do you want to change? Right. Um, so there's there's really no risk of breaking anything Um, and it it turns out this actually works better in Sonoma. Um, You can't drop a file onto these custom sidebar uh, folders Mm -hmm. in whatever the current version is Ventura Um, but in Sonoma you can so for for Ah. once things are actually getting better with the upgraded version not worse.
0: Nice nice so that's good that's good to hear yeah I've been running Sonoma it's going pretty well so far I'd say on par, on, on I guess it's probably the most stable beta I've, I've used in the last five years on the Mac. It's really, it's really worth doing if you see any features that you're really into. I think.
1: Yeah, I've been tempted because you're not the first person to tell me that it's pretty stable, but I think I will, I will hold out. I can last. I can I can make it till whenever it's going to be September October time. I reckon.
0: Yeah, I mean the the biggest hassle for me is that I'm recording this on a MacBook Air while looking at my Mac Studio, which is connected to the Studio Display. Because uh, Rogue Amoeba apps, because they're so low level, they never work, or at least they don't. They, they basically don't allow you to run them on betas, and they will they will be updated, and they are always updated within a few days of the the official release but it does require me to use a separate Mac to do my recording. Other than that, I haven't had a problem with any of my apps. I mean, I've seen weirdness in some of the system stuff, some of the system apps, but it's not like... I've had a, uh, like a restart or, you know, a, uh, a a crash or a kernel panic or anything like that. It's literally been, yeah, a couple of apps have quit once in a while and maybe they've had some weird behaviors or UI glitches or something like that. But but I haven't like lost any data or had any real problems with it. So, yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good so far.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much what you're looking for. Isn't it? As long as things aren't breaking too much and you can still get what you need to get done.
0: Yeah, um, I mean. It's not too uh, bad yeah, it's not too bad at all. I mean the thing the thing that I I think that people ought to keep in mind, and this is this will be my pitch for breaking with conventional wisdom is that there's this conventional wisdom that you shouldn't even upgrade to a new full release of Mac OS until it gets to like oh 0 point two or 0 point three or something like that. And I think that there was a reason for that back in the OS 10 days that that was that was a legitimate, approach to beta software or new releases because there were some pretty tough and rough uh, os 10 releases with <laughs> tiger tiger and some of the other ones and that's not really the case anymore i really i mean like when people say oh i i always do my ipad and my iphone but i would never do my mac until at least oh at least 0.2 or 0.3 i really don't feel like there's any, re- there, there are two things going on there. One, that's just somebody saying that you can't do real work with an iPad or an iPhone, that the, the Mac is somehow special, which, <laughs> which personally I don't, I don't feel is the case because they're all computers and you can get work done with all of them. But it's also, they're also far more stable than they used to be. So I'm, I'm a big advocate of if you see features you like, if you're willing to be tolerant of some inconveniences in this form of bugs, and you have some kind of plan B, which is either a good backup or a second Mac, go for it.
1: Yeah, definitely. I totally agree. Um, I, I think I'm glad you reminded me about Rogue Amoeba stuff, though, so I won't be upgrading because I just have yeah. the one computer. Right. Um, so I won't be doing that. Otherwise <laughs> I'm gonna be panicking trying to record podcasts. <laughs> yeah, and
0: for me that is a bit of a, a a pain only because on the one hand, I would love to just put Sonoma on my laptop because then I can work. I can I can be using the OS that I'm writing about, whether I'm at my desk, you know, sitting outside, wherever I happen to be at a coffee shop, whatever it is, with Putting it on my Mac Studio, that means that my summer of working on the Mac OS review is spent largely at my desk. I actually spend more time sitting at a desk in the summertime than any other time of the year, which is kind of sad, but that's just, that's just how <laughs> it goes.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we, we, you briefly mentioned recording and I yes. mentioned podcasts you have you have uh, a
0: you have a new podcast with a whole another person who I think his oh, name yeah. is Dave Darns, who's uh, a, a great guy
1: yeah and he, he was one time co-host of ruminate if you remember i checked this was episode 22 i uh, forgot about that david yeah. Darns was filled in for me that's great He did yeah I, I, I don't i mean at this point that was a long time ago i don't remember why um, but yeah so he filled in on ruminate and now me and him have got a podcast about the, the Fast and Furious cinematic universe. Yeah, which, you know, I mean,
0: so much for Marvel. I mean, Marvel, you know, pfft, Marvel. I mean, they think they got a thing going
1: on. The the Fast and Furious is where it's really at, for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, this came about because generally, if I'm talking to anybody about the Fast and Furious movies, it's Dave. Um, sure. Because, because we both, despite how ridiculous these movies are, we both just love them and uh-huh. enjoy them. Um, and and I can't remember. There was a conversation on Mastodon, and then I just ended up messaging him and messaging him and said, "Look, we need, we need to do a podcast because it's it's limited. There's twelve, maybe thirteen episodes, and then mm-hmm. I think that I think there's still more movies coming out even after next year's one. Um, you know, so we'll we'll keep keep the site up and I guess record new episodes when new new movies come out.
0: Are we on ten? Is that where we are right now?
1: Uh, ten of the main series plus one spinoff. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so,
0: because I think ten is either available to stream now or about to be available to stream. I saw an ad for it somewhere recently, and I got I got to get this, caught up.
1: Yeah, this is one of those frustrating things that it is available, I believe, in the US to purchase, but not in the UK. Ah,
0: um, got it.
1: So, uh, me and Dave were actually going to uh, meet up. And go and see Fast Ten, but with the baby and everything, that just that just didn't work out. So we, right. we've got a plan to go and see next year's one together in person. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, so maybe, maybe we'll do a live recording. You know, afterwards we'll go and sit in a Nando's or go get a burger and just record <laughs> the episode straight after. <laughs> excellent, excellent. I, I
0: love your URL, which is We Got Dot Family. I think that that is the only good Dot Family URL I have ever seen, uh, or that is any good. I mean, not only is it that is the only good one. It's the only one I think I have ever <laughs> seen. Rob.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I think I might have seen like one person who maybe had this for what I assume is its intended purpose. Their, for their family dot family, right? Right. Um, but I, I totally forgot this was even a TLD that I could buy. And then we kind of came up with the name for the show, and I was like, let me see what's available, and um. I just typed in We Got Family, and this was what came up first. I was like, yeah, that'll do. That's that's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's
0: good. Well, so far you have kind of an introductory episode out, right? It's like seven minutes long or so. Yes. uh, uh, What's going to be kind of like your schedule and plan going forward?
1: Yeah, so the plan is that the first episode will probably come out on Monday, so about a week from today. Um, Mm -hmm. And then we're going to go for sort of every two weeks, I think. Okay. Um, for, obviously, we're, we're just going to do an episode per movie. Um, by popular demand, it's on Spotify. Um, as, an extension, <laughs> Ruminate, as an extension, Ruminate is now on Spotify oh, as well. good. Thank, in go- there,
0: so. <laughs> Thank goodness. Oh, welcome, Spotify <laughs> fans, to your very first episode <laughs> of Ruminate. I, I will tell you, Rob, I haven't looked in probably two years, but we put uh, app stories on there, and, and the audience is vanishingly small.
1: Yes, I'm, I put We Got Family on Spotify for one person that I work with, <laughs> because that's how they listen to podcasts. All right, well, I, you're a good coworker because literally, there's so few people
0: listening to the Mac Stories podcast over there that it's not even worth my time to open the URL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. So, well, anyway, well, that's good. Yeah, so- I'm looking forward to it. I like your artwork. Your website's really cool. It's uh, really nice. You previewed that for me last time we recorded.
1: I did, yeah, yeah. I'd been I'd been working on the artwork and and the site and stuff like that. So, uh, um, but yeah, so ruminates on Spotify now. If that's what you're into, um, all right. and yeah, we got dot family. If you if you're into Fast and Furious and want to hear more of my voice,
0: yeah. And Rob has all the good links there for Overcast and Castro and Pocket Casts and Apple Podcasts and all all the places you find your favorite shows, as they like to say on the on the. Show. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm not sure if you saw my introductory uh, post, but I I did say... uh well, I don't even know where I put it, but I said something like wherever you get your podcast, which is always the most ridiculous thing to say, but you know <laughs> It is really it is
0: ridiculous, but it's what everybody says. It's very funny. I'm uh, well, I, I appreciated your, your, your hype machine spinning up because I I am the keeper of the hype machine at times at Mac Stories and I know what it's like announcing things and getting the word out. So it's uh hopefully hopefully you guys will get a lot of a lot of uh a lot of listeners. I'm I'm definitely gonna be subscribing and, and listening myself. So Good yeah, to know excellent. it'll be Monday.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You heard it here first. That's exclusive. Ruminate exclusive. Right. You know what we should do? We should talk about
0: another family-friendly topic, which is oh, the nice. Reds.
1: Is that a good segue? <laughs> that was incredible. I think that's the best one we've ever done. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Meta, the evil empire behind Facebook, is starting a Twitter competitor, which is essentially like... As, from the little i've seen about it it's, a, it's it looks an awful lot like instagram direct messages turned into its own app mm-hmm.
1: is that about right yeah that certainly seems what it is i mean we really don't have a lot of information beyond i mean i'm on the website and there's a weird countdown and a swirly logo in the middle um and as you say we've seen a few screenshots from the app store listings um i i assume it has been confirmed that this is like activity pub Compatible, I'm not sure. Well, I feel like that's what people are talking about, but I haven't actually seen any sort of official confirmation of that.
0: So there has been talk about that, and I can't remember if the talk about that came from rumors, leaks, or what. Because you know, people have been talking about Meta working on this for quite a while. There was something on, oh, I think it was Google Central yesterday. That said that it doesn't look like the activity pub integration will be there day first day. So, you know, you can, if you're on Mastodon, you can rest easy for a little while that that the threads people aren't going to be choking up your, your server. But, um, yeah, that's my understanding is it's not going to be their day one. At least that's what – because what the uh, Google, Google Central people did is they – apparently the Android app showed up last Saturday, I think, for a few hours. They actually were able to grab a copy and look at the code and see some of the help files and FAQs and things like that and got a sense for – what the features are, I can send you a link and put in the show notes. But, uh, but yeah, get a sense for the features and what's going to be there. And it, their takeaway from it was that there wasn't going to be ActivityPub day one. Yesterday evening, my time, it showed up on the Apple App Store as a pre-order. I mean, it's one of those. Weird things where you pre-order something that's free, which I think is kind of odd, but, but it is what it is. I mean, essentially, you click, click the the button and it'll just show up on your phone the next day, you know, whenever it's going to launch. And that launch date, at least on Apple devices, is July 6th. So and and I think that there's a web page too where there's a countdown clock that Meta has done to get to get the hype going. You know, you know about that, Rob. I mean, you've just been through this yourself. You got to get. You know, Mark Zuckerberg. He's looking over. He's checking what's going on. at We got He's saying, "Look, we need a website. We need a countdown clock. We need we need to get the dot We need to get Threads We need to get that domain before Rob sure, gets his hands yeah. on it, and, <laughs> and go from there. But yeah, it's it's coming. It's coming, and uh, I don't know a lot of people are very upset about it. I mean, as you can imagine it's it's meta, and so when you look at the the privacy disclosures in the app store listing they are they are saying that they are going to potentially be using a lot of your data um I think <laughs> I think I actually—it's a whole separate conversation about those those what they call those privacy nutrition labels, which I don't think actually do a lot of good because I think if you're a conservative company, you're going to put as many of those in there as you possibly can because you know most people are going aren't going to look at them anyway, and but but then there's a subset of people that'll be really scared because they'll say it'll say things like oh we're tracking your finances which is one of the things the <laughs> one of the boxes you check when you have to give a credit card to buy something. You know what I mean? There's like stuff in there that's like there's stuff in there that's like, well, yeah, it sounds scary in the label, but when you think about what the app is and you might want to check in a place and and it's going to use your it's not like it's stalking you as much as it is letting you use location if you choose to use location, but you know, I mean, now now people are probably gonna be upset about me with me for, for poo-pooing face Facebook's privacy violations, which are serious. And I look, I am very skeptical about this approp. I'm very skeptical that one, it'll be any good, and two, that it will be used in a responsible way by the company that is that is putting it out, but I'm willing to give it a chance and check it out. But that's partly because part of what I do is just try new things and try new apps.
1: Well, I I mean, in this instance, uh, you can try it. uh, I can try it. Nobody else can try it. Uh, This is not being launched in the EU as of right now. Um, This is is sort of late-breaking. I saw this right before we started recording. uh, Somebody said it to (laughs) me. Yeah, so it's... uh, According to this, it, it certainly seems like basically the EU's privacy rules which I guess don't apply to the UK anymore because, you know, Brexit, thanks for that. Um yep, yep. yeah, it it's not launching in the EU, so actually it's US and UK. And I wonder if it's a G
0: I wonder if it's a G D P R thing and where the data is stored and all that, because that's one of the big you know the Absolutely. Big- you know that's one of the big hammers that uh, the EU has. If they want to use it, they don't. I mean, I think the reality is that an awful lot of EU data is stored outside of the EU. But it it's only the likes of Facebook, Google, Amazon, and, and other big companies that the EU wants to, you know, come down on where that actually gets enforced. Um, I don't think that that gets enforced by small companies,
1: for instance. But but that's another no. Sp- clearly, <laughs> clearly the EU want to make an example out of. As you say, Twitter or Facebook or Google, whoever it is, right? Um, you know, they want to make an example out of the big companies because well, they're they the can biggest throw their weight around and they can do whatever they want, really, right. for the most right. part. Well, and they have the biggest impact. So, I mean,
0: look if you're the EU, if you're a government body, whether you're based in the EU or somewhere else, you're going to pick your targets by who where the most people are affected, and it's going to be by somebody like Meta because. Really, what Threads is, is it's going to allow you to use your Instagram login as your handle in Threads. And so instantaneously, it's going to be a big service because a lot of people use Instagram already.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I've pre-ordered it. Um, pre-ordered as if it runs out. You know, I, I, <laughs> I, I want to make sure I get it before the app store runs out of stock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to get in the queue.
0: I got in the queue too. No, I, yeah. What is it about Ireland? Why does Ireland get to make these decisions for the rest of the EU? Why are they the special digital enforcers in the EU? I I love Ireland. No, don't get me wrong. I mean, mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a kid who lives in Ireland, but but I th- always think it's funny. It's like the headline that you send me is from from me is from uh, Ireland, and mm-hmm. I think it's. The, it's the Irish DPC who's really upset.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think... Uh, That's the I Data know, Protection I, I get, Commission. I mean, I'm probably speaking way out of what I know about, but I get the impression Ireland it is fairly well regarded within the EU, um, just in general. Uh, so I think this is why a lot of this stuff sort of comes from them initially.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's good. What's well, not to like
1: about Ireland. You know, they're, they're friendly, they're nice people. Um, I, don't, I don't think anybody particularly dislikes them as a country. So, you yeah, know, yeah. I, I think they, uh, yeah, this was kind of funny to see because I had not five minutes before added threads to the notes um, and, and added, <laughs> added a link. And then I, I saw this from Ben and I was like, all right, okay. <laughs> so it's literally two countries getting this and that's it.
0: Yeah, yeah, interesting. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not too... I'm interested in threads, but I'm not that. I don't think it's as big a deal as people are making it out to be. I mean, especially since they're not even launching with activity pub integration. I think the concern, I suppose, is that Facebook will come in, throw their weight around, and essentially marginalize Mastodon in particular. Which I mean, the Fediverse is, is much more than Mastodon, but Mastodon is probably the biggest per- player in in the Fediverse with ActivityPub. And so people usually talk about them in the same breath. And I think this has the potential for the old Microsoft play of Embrace, Extend, Extinguish, where threads could potentially become so popular that nobody uses Mastodon anymore and Mastodon just goes away. I, I honestly don't think that that's likely, but, but I think that that's part of the concern people have
1: yeah definitely and i think there are there are a lot of people like i've never used um twitter to interact with my friends Uh, and by friends i mean like real life friends that i know from from work from wherever the kind of people that i would see on facebook um those people have never or very very rarely used twitter right those people aren't suddenly going to start appearing on mastodon they're not going to start using pixel fed to post their photos (laughs) no so from my point of view like whatever even if threads does get really big i don't think the people that i'm already talking to interacting with on mastodon are suddenly going to leave for threads like i just don't i I feel like the 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 venn diagram of the people that want to use these two things there's not a lot of overlap there um so i (laughs) It's, it is what it is. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I will download it. I'll I'll take a look at it um, if for no other reason than I'm interested in these kind of things. Um, yeah, same here. I don't think there's any cause for concern and panic right now. Right. Um, and,
0: and, and it's one of those things. It's like if you are concerned about Meta's, um, Meta's privacy issues, and I think people should be. I think people should be very cautious with anything oh, that, of that Meta puts out. That... Then then don't use it. I mean like like I'm gonna use mm-hmm. it but but I'm gonna use it in kind of a this is a science experiment kind of way. I mean I, I'm not like I, I'm not gonna use it any more than I use Instagram in terms of providing personal information. So I mean it'll it, we'll we'll see how it goes. Really to me, I'm more interested in it from a technical standpoint is like what happens when Meta turns on <laughs> the activity pub feed and and all these people because look, there's a lot of a lot of people who don't like, I would say that there is a, there are a lot of people in kind of our general apple community who don't use Facebook and don't trust Facebook but they do but they do use Instagram some of them very heavily and and so I do think that there is a potential here for a lot of connections to be made between threads and Mastodon in general, you know, various Mastodon instances, especially the big ones like Mastodon.social. And what is that gonna do from a technical standpoint to those servers once all of that data is, that additional data potentially is gonna be flowing across the the Fediverse? I mean it 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 has strained at times under the weight of people leaving Twitter, but this is a little different. Because it's not only people; it's it's a whole new category potentially of people coming on to the Fediverse for the very first time, which I think is kind of, from a technical standpoint, I find super interesting.
1: Oh yeah, I mean it's 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 kind of exciting. Like in, a, as I say, like you, I don't really care for Meta or Facebook um, or Instagram to some extent. I, I like the product, but you know, it's owned by Facebook, so I don't really use it. Um, but I, I'm of the opinion that any any new thing that is you know part of ActivityPub or that just the Fediverse in general is probably good for everybody in the in the long term. You know, maybe short term we as you say we might see some strain on some servers and stuff right, like that. But right. if it introduces people to the idea that oh, by the way, actually you don't need to use threads; you can just transfer your account or redirect your account. And move to i don't know a gaming instance or a programming instance or a general purpose instance like you can do whatever you want and if it introduces people to those concepts maybe more people will use mastodon or um you know all of the other um software that it's gone completely blanking on right now but you get my point
0: yeah no i think that's a really a really good point and one that I think more Mastodon people who are on Mastodon and running servers ought to take to heart because, I from what I've seen, I've seen an awful lot of defensiveness on the on the part of people who are using Mastodon that you know maybe we should close our server to these people and and not allow threads to interact with our servers. Whereas I think what you're saying is that this could also be viewed as a as an opportunity. I mean, maybe threads is the gateway drug to something a little bit more a little less intrusive into your privacy and a little more open and uh, you know and and easier that way. And I, I think that that's a that that's that's a, a possibility the way it works out. I mean people, you know, once they're on and they see what other people are using and where people and that they're oh I'm interacting with this person from Mastodon.social or whatever. Um, you know maybe they decide oh i'd rather just get off a of facebook thing and and do my own thing and maybe even spin up my own server i mean you know most people aren't going to do that but there are awful lot of servers that aren't even as big as social that uh that people can join and that's a that's a good thing i mean i i'm i'm kind of i'm not really uh, i'm kind of against just like saying just because it's Facebook, we're going to cut them off. I mean, I, I know we're not going to cut them off on the Mac story. Server, <laughs> um, but, but it's, you know, and, and I, but there's no lo- love loss between any of us, I think on our team with about Facebook, but it just feels wrong to kind of like cut things off before we you see exactly what it is and, and how it operates. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's a little naive, but I like to give them even, even Facebook gets a little bit of a benefit of the doubt for me.
1: Yeah, I I would completely agree with that, um, and I think well, by the next time we record, because the app is out in in two Yeah, days, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll see. We we'll have... see
0: if I have egg on my face, and if, if it's all been a huge <laughs> flaming dumpster fire disaster, <laughs> and, and like, yep, yeah, well, that was that was John being optimistic, and maybe he shouldn't have been. But I'd rather be optimistic and wrong, and then pessimistic and right. So that's yeah, my absolutely that's my 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 uh, my final word for the day
1: there we go let's end it there then
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right rob i will talk to you in a couple of weeks